of the line. Episode 13, Sarah. We are back. So, before the news, I was talking about something that I recently posted online as part of my Let's Talk About series. Now, I did a video about freezing your lady eggs, and lots of you have got questions which we will dive into. But first, can I just say one thing? You know that line in that Jurassic Park film where Jeff Goldblum says, your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. Right. Well, I've been thinking a lot about that recently. I looked into freezing my eggs and the first thing to say is that it isn't cheap. I mean, I know babies aren't cheap either, but getting your eggs frozen could set you back the best part of 10 grand, depending on how long you want them in the deep freeze for. But a lot of emails and tweets I've had recently have been from women who are being targeted by companies who are not just offering this service, but they are offering financing for this service. Let's just drink that in for a second. Getting us into debt even more by pulling on our heartstrings. Honestly. Right, this is really serious. I get the science. You freeze your lady eggs now when you're young so that if you want kids in the future, the eggs will be less knackered and stand more of a chance of being fertilised. Very good. Very clever. Science one, nature nil. But where do you get off and encouraging women to get into debt just so they can have an option later in life? That's got to stop. Women take note. Just because the science works doesn't mean you need to use it. And just because the scientists have normalised it doesn't make it normal. That's the trap that we could fall into. The only thing that should be normal is that every single woman on the planet is able to decide for themselves what is right for them. And if that is having kids or not having kids or sticking your eggs in a freezer next to the Viennetta, then so be it. And before someone rings in and says other brands of ice creams are available, then so are other choices in terms of what women can do. We are all trying to explore what is right for us. And for some people, that might be an expensive hormone therapy followed by surgery. For others, you know, it might be taking a chance that one of our knackered old eggs will produce a baby. But don't think for a minute that offering an expensive financing deal, or even worse, if you're a major employer, offering to pay for the service just so your female employers can work for longer is in any way normal. Because it isn't. It is very far from being normal. Stop trying to make money out of our bits. Why do people always put a price tag on a woman's body? We're always seen by society as a cash register or as an object to take advantage of. Whether that's financially or sexually, we're always seen as a money maker or a baby maker at that. We've had an email from Rebecca. Hello, Rebecca. So she wants to know what the process is if she did go through with it. Right, so it's, it's pretty complex, as I said in the video. Firstly, you need hormone therapy. Then you go on the pill for a while. Then you have hormone injections. And then eventually, you have fairly major surgery. Oh, yeah. And all of the time, you can't drink. So any cheeky weekenders are off limits whilst this happens. Just typical, isn't it? Typical. Women always have to lose out on the booze. Uh, my producer has given me a you go girl wave from the back of the studio. Am I, get, am I getting too shouty? Am I? Yeah, well, do you know what? Good, because this stuff is really important. Here's the thing, Rebecca Love. It is a big decision. It's expensive and intrusive, both mentally and physically. But most importantly, it is your decision. So make sure that you read as much as you can before deciding either way. 
Right, so Claire's messaged the show. How's it going, Claire? She wants to know why some women do want to freeze their eggs. Well, I suppose everyone's different. Some people are completely focused on their careers and they don't want to pass up work opportunities which might not be offered to them in a few years' time. Other people are maybe with a partner who doesn't want kids or maybe doesn't seem like the right sort of person to have kids with. Other people are just too busy having too much of a good time to even think about whether they want kids or not. And that's that's a really important point. Even if you do freeze your eggs, it doesn't mean you've already decided that you want to have kids. You might learn to drive, but that doesn't mean you'll go out and buy your car straight away. Freezing your eggs isn't you just saying you definitely want to have a baby. In the end, you might decide that you don't want a baby. And that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. All I'm saying is that freezing your eggs might make it easier if you want to wait until you're a little bit older. Have the phones lit up? Have they? Yeah. Do you know what? It's probably a bunch of people queuing up to tell them to stop banging on about eggs. Get over it. Right. Ellie has sent us a message. Deep breaths, everybody. You're going to need all the air you can get for this. This is wild, okay? Ellie had her eggs frozen when she was 27. She didn't tell anyone on the account of it being nobody else's business but hers, which is fair enough. A few years later, the guy that she'd been dating at the time and had subsequently broken up with got in touch to say that he'd found out what she'd done and wait for it, wait for it, said that whenever she used them, he wanted first dibs on account that the eggs were half of his because they'd been dating at the time. What kind of moron do you have to be to say something like that? No wonder she broke up with you. Good for you, Ellie. Honestly, men, ridiculous. Half of his off the charts. For every Ellie, there's guaranteed to be an arsehole like that. Someone who thinks they just have kind of a claim over a woman's body. If there's anybody listening who has a daughter, say, under the age of, I don't know, 12? If you've got a young daughter, then do me a favour and ask them a question when they get home from school. Ask them what they want to be when they grow up. Now, don't get me wrong, I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up, and if I ever do, then I'll let you know, but just ask them and send me a message telling me what they say. I'd love to know how many of them say that all they dream of being is a mum. I bet none of them say that. Literally, not one of them will say that. And that's really the thing that we're dealing with. We put women in boxes. Mother, wife, single. There's a few more, but that's kind of about it, isn't it? And if you happen to have a job and a kid, or you get asked questions about childcare, nobody ever asks a bloke about childcare arrangements, do they? Um, Do you remember that journalist who did the interview with the New Zealand Prime Minister who was expecting a baby? So uh, he asked her where the baby was conceived. What the flipping heck is that all about? Like, really? 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 You're asking that? Really? Excuse me, Prime Minister, would you mind confirming the exact details of when your husband fertilised your lady out? Enough. Honestly, this has gone on too long. Listen to me, people of Radio Land. Stop telling little girls they can grow up to be the president's wife. Start telling them that they could be the actual president. Can you imagine the skank-eyed look you'd get from Greta Thunberg if you told her she was destined to hang off a powerful man's arm and look homely? (sighs) Exactly. The thing is, whatever your decision, whatever your reason, it's yours and yours alone. It's great that science gives us this option, but that's all it is, an option. 
It's not a statement about the future. It's not a promise to bring a child into the world in a few years. It's just an option that might, might give any future decision a better chance of succeeding. Right. Well, I think my producer has had enough for me. So let's have some music. We will be back after this. And you know what? I really fancy a Vianetta now. You say this is the end of the line. Didn't you know? Sarah's story played herself. The episode was written and directed by Mark Haywood. Casting by Sydney Aldridge. Production support by Lynn McConway. Music by Daisy Chute and Kerry Ann from The Herd Collective. The episode was recorded at The Halley in London and edited by Pocket Blockbuster. The End of the Line is an Ink Jockey production. But this is not the end of my line. Didn't you know that I'm the one with the time? It's not the end of the...